0: Hello, EKN Nation. Welcome to a new edition of the EKN Outlap. It is our preview podcast uh, where David Cole and I sit down and uh, look forward to the EKN Trackside live event that we're getting ready to pack up and fly to. This is episode number seven. It's February the 18th, 2020. And uh, the edition of the Outlap focusing, it's a previewing. Uh, the second event, the third and fourth rounds of the 2020 Challenge of the Americas. We're heading to Cal Speed Carding in Fontana this coming weekend, February 21, 22, 23, and like all all of our EKN Trackside Live uh, programs. Uh, Dave will be providing, we got the previews, we got our daily race reports, of course live coverage all weekend long from qualifying through to the final main event on Sunday. And we hope that you tune in for what, it's going to be a pretty exciting event, we believe uh, some increase in numbers. That's what we're going to preview here today on the EKN Radio Network. And today's EKN Outlap podcast brought to you by Leading Edge Motorsports. Leading Edge Motorsports is the industry answer to winning in karting. At the helm is industry veteran uh, Greg Bell, who has orchestrated the success of countless drivers dating back to the mid-1990s. Most recently, Greg and his Leading Edge Motorsports staff guided Danny Formal to victories at both the Rock the Rio and Supercarts USA Supernationals in Las Vegas. Leading Edge Motorsports is the West Coast dealer and factory team for IP karting, which manufactures the ultra-competitive Praga and Formula K chassis brands. Visit leadingedgemotorsports.com for more info, or find them on Facebook and Instagram at Leading Edge Motorsports. Winning never gets old. All right, David Cole, bringing you in here to the ECan Outlet Preview Podcast, uh, dude. We're heading uh, we're heading back to the West Coast, Fontana, Cal Speed Karting, uh, my fourth event of 2020. Your second, I'm sure you're ready to uh, to pack up and get out of here, but dude. It was your birthday. Let's start. Let's start with that. It was your birthday yesterday. Happy birthday, dude.
1: Eh, thank you. It's nothing significant. Just another day, you know. Uh, no milestone. It's only forty-one years, so halfway. Four, to years, away, four years away from supermaster. It is. Yeah, I mean, yeah. It it'll be it'll be better when it's a forty-four, and then I only have the one year, and so you know I could maybe lie about my age and get into the sure. supermaster. But uh, halfway to eighty-two. That's the way I look at it.
0: Uh, it's cool to think back. What, what were you 25 or 26 years old when you first started with, with e news? Isn't that wild?
1: Yeah. About, uh, yeah. 25 is when I, uh, was starting with e news. Yes. Uh, yeah. young, wide eyed, <laughs> skinnier,
0: Yeah, for
1: uh, sure. more hair.
0: I don't know, Dave, you kept the pretty, um, you kept the pretty high and tight back. It's, in the day.
1: it's get, getting kind of thin up there, but, um,
0: I know what that's like.
1: Lots. Yeah. No idea what was going on in my life. No idea.
0: (laughs) Well, we've, we've kept you on the straight and narrow for a while. You got a bunch of kids and a house and uh, a wife and a great job. So you're doing good.
1: I don't think you did. I think it was more Renee.
0: (laughs) That's true. That's I've just been watching from afar. Uh, Again, David, we're heading this weekend, February, the uh, 21, 22, 23. We're going back to Cal speed Karting in Fontana, California rounds three and four. Uh, the six round championship, the 2020 challenge of the Americas, uh, 13th edition, I believe of the, uh, of the series. Uh, is it, am I right? It's a, is it the third with the rock or the second with it? Why do I always forget this?
1: This is a third season with rock.
0: Everything's blending into one for, to, to, for me. Third, third year with the third, yeah. third year, third year with the rock cup program, uh, the program coming out of the gate nicely. Um, at Tucson last year, we, we knew of course that Tucson wasn't going to be the biggest event, right? That's just, it's, there's not a lot of rock in that area, but that track Muscleman Honda circuit is so damn good. Everybody wants to get on it. Uh, that's why it's, uh, it's, uh, it's seen a lot of time as part of the challenge schedule. We kicked things off there with just over a hundred entries and Dave, we kind of allowed the names to step forward, right? We'll talk more about it when we go class by class, but the guys, uh, you know, the guys and girls that are quick are kind of moving to the forefront, which is great. But we're going to Cal Speed karting, a much different racetrack, elevation changes, different racing surface. You can talk a bit about the uh, the direction we're going to go with. But I've always said this, cha- uh, the track at Cal Speed, just because of its nuances, it's just such a, tr- a challenge for those drivers, especially those that don't run it on a regular basis.
1: That's the great thing about the challenge is it has three different unique tracks and facilities. Uh, you, like you said, Tucson—it's a great racetrack. Like that's what it is. It's a racetrack. It's built for racing. Uh, every corner is a passing opportunity. It, it challenges the drivers, challenges the mechanics because uh, the conditions change over the day. Uh, then, you, then you go to CalSpeed, and CalSpeed is essentially a temporary circuit. It's it, it, it's on a, in a parking lot that has a different surface than any other, anywhere else you're going to yeah. go. Uh, so, yeah, again, locals tend to kind of have more of that local knowledge advantage to, uh, to help them when they do come and race at Cal Speed. Uh, but again, fast fast guys are going to be fast guys no matter where they go. It just takes either a session or two or maybe a full day of, of practice to, to get acclimated to, to what is the Cal Speed uh, circuit. Uh, And as you said, you know, it's it's not the same cow speed that uh, everybody's used to, because last year they made some track adjustments, moving some corners, making the radiuses different here and there. So last year kind of was just a unique event for for everybody uh, going into uh, what was the opening round for 2019 uh, this year now everybody has a year under their belt, so they kind of understand what the track does. But again, last year was a complete wet race weekend. So uh, for for rock competitors, this is going to be hopefully the first ever dry weekend at Cal Speed <laughs> <laughs> uh, on this new on the new Grande uh, layout, uh, three quarter mile, fifteen turn track in the counterclockwise direction. So. Uh, again, you know, fast guys are going to be fast guys. But again, the local knowledge might shine throughout the weekend.
0: For those that don't know much about Cal Speed karting, and David did mention that there was a temporary circuit. And you're like, how is there a temporary circuit? Well, the track actually just outside Auto Club Speedway, outside NASCAR's turns three and four in, the, in what is a parking lot on those major NASCAR weekends. Uh, for the most part, you know, over out the year, it's a karting facility, Now, of course, it's they have a number of different configurations. They can run it in different ways. They can move barriers around, but just like the track down in Homestead, um, it's it, there's there's no grass, there's no runoff area. Well, there's no grass runoff. If you go off the racetrack, you're still on pavement. And as David mentions, when when it does rain. Uh, track limits become very interesting a lot of times because of the surface the way they've laid the surface down kind of the sealer in some areas that you end up driving way off the track to get on the on the different pavement uh, to get more grip we're not going to see that David in looking at the uh, no, I haven't looked at it in a day It looks like the weather is going to be pretty good this coming weekend I think we're think looking at what mid 60s low 70s for most of the weekend
1: yeah just like what I put in the script mid 60s low 70s it is supposed to be A dry and sunny weekend. Again, something that we didn't have last year. It basically rained every session. We had a few sessions where drivers went out on on dry tires. Uh, But again, mostly it was wet and uh, and miserable. But again, great racing because that's the one thing that the Cal Speed Circuit does do. Provide some great racing no matter the weather conditions.
0: Yeah, I love calling races there because uh, just like Tucson, there are a lot of places to pass. And it's one of the racetracks where a pass doesn't happen just in one corner. It's not like you're there and you make a move. Yeah, that can happen, but a lot of the corners there, you set up a pass much earlier, which I really, really like. To get more exit speed, of course, you make a different, you know, a little different entry to a corner. More exit speed sets you up to make a pass in a different corner. So really excited to get to, to Cal Speed this weekend. I'm flying in. Uh, earlier on, I got a super early flight on Thursday, David. I know you're coming in a little bit later. Uh, in and out Burger still on the primary bucket list once we land, but... Uh, uh, here's an event schedule for those of you who will be tuning in uh, on the ECAN radio network, Wednesday and Thursday, unofficial practice. They'll be on track tomorrow and Thursday as we fly in Friday, official practice day, five total sessions and an interesting approach uh, for the challenge of the Americas. And we speak of this all the time, whether we're doing uh, one of our previews or whether we're doing a happy hour show over that final session, starting the day off the morning, three, eight minute sessions in the afternoon, after the lunch break, a 12-minute session, extended 12, and then a 17-minute open pit, hot pit session, David, which I think is it's it's been I, people have tried to copy it to a certain extent. If you if you have the facility to do it, but that 17 minutes gives the driver and the mechanic a chance to go on the racetrack right back to make a minor change back on track. You know you can do that a couple of times over over a 17 lap or 17-minute session. A lot of a lot of chassis adjustments to be done, or if you want, you can run a you know a, a heat race or almost a main event simulation uh, and go in a long distance.
1: It depends on the uh, the drivers and teams. Yeah, you can do it as a uh, test session or you can do it as a as a mock session for yeah. for the upcoming races. So uh, lots of different scenarios uh, going in going into that session, but again gives you plenty of opportunities to uh, to try different things throughout the day.
0: Uh, Saturday and Sunday qualifying pre-final and final, of course, all of those live on the EKN radio network, ecardinews.com slash live. And we'll be again, uh, firing things up as soon as we head to the track on qualifying and we'll roll it all the way through to the last final. I think one of the nights, Saturday night, maybe we'll try to do one of our EKN live debriefs on Facebook. Again, we've been kind of, kind of dicking around with that. We haven't done one this year and that's a lot of fun. We'll crack a beer and, uh, Dave will get a rum and Coke and we'll, (laughs) we'll talk about the day and and get feedback and, and questions from anybody who tunes in. All right, guys, that's the first segment here. When we get back after this quick break, David and I are going to go through the numbers. We're going to kind of look at the numbers from 2020, look at the numbers from 2019, let you know which categories are big, which are potentially growing, because we know that more numbers coming from Tucson this coming weekend at Speed. Stay with us, folks. More to come here on the EKN Radio Network. Winning takes top quality equipment, flawless preparation, experience coaching and passion and at team gfc we live our passion team gfc is focused on 2020 and we're set to make our debut at the rock cup usa florida winter tour in the east and return for more victories at the challenge of the americas in the west we have arrive and drive packages available for all categories including the mini and micro classes utilizing our all-new gfc rr5 cadet chassis which made its debut at the SCUZA Super Supernationals. Join Gary Carlton and his passionate team in either of these popular winter programs to kick off the 2020 season on a winning note. Team GFC is extremely excited about launching its new Team GFC Young Driver Development Program. Learn from one of the best American carters with over 25 years racing at the highest levels of the sport, offering personalized training on and off the track. Follow GFC Karting on Facebook and Instagram or click over to gfckarting.com to learn more about joining Team GFC in 2020. GFC, live your passion. It's 2020 and it's time to rock. The Rock Cup USA Florida Winter Tour resumes on the March 5th to 9th weekend and the final round of this year's series will be extra special. They have a brand new venue, Tropicana Field in St. Petersburg, And they'll offer up another competitive temporary circuit for their drivers to fight it out for the championships. The race is just one week before the NTT IndyCar Series Grand Prix of St. Petersburg. So come down out of the cold to race the Florida Winter Tour and hang out in a sunshine state for the IndyCar opener. It's spring break. Rock style. We've also announced our Rockfest events for 2020. Rockfest East will take place at the newly paved car track inside the Charlotte Motor Speedway in North Carolina on the July 30th to August the 2nd weekend. Rock RockFest West will bring our rockers together at the Sim Raceway Performance Karting Center in Sonoma, California on September 17th to 20th. Head to rockcupusa.com to register today. Let's rock! Welcome back to the EKN Radio Network, episode number 7 of the EKN Outlap Preview Podcast. Uh, myself, Rob Howard, and David Cole, Previewing the upcoming event for the Challenge of the Americas, rounds three and four at Cal Speed Carding this coming weekend, February the 21 to 23rd. David, let's kind of look at the numbers here. That's what we'll do with this particular segment. Uh, looking at the numbers at Tucson, I had said just over 100. It ended up being 107. Uh, pre-entry, I think, could <laughs> be... People always wait for the last minute. I want to say that they, they were supposed to close pre-entry on Sunday, but they didn't, and they didn't because somebody just didn't press the button. And there was a bunch of people that snuck in on, on Monday, and on late Monday afternoon as well. I think 118 pre-entries now for this weekend.
1: 118 is what we have on paper, uh, but they do have, I believe, 120, as they got two more yep. in uh, after we had already collected uh, the sheets.
0: <clears throat> Which is close to last year, right? Uh, what? Cal speed last year being the, and it was being it was the opener last year 123 so a good possibility with some walk ups which we always seem to get a good amount of walk ups an opportunity to potentially go um, to go over the 123 and even start David maybe working towards the series record of 133 which is pretty solid
1: yeah I'm I'm, I'm looking at the numbers and we we kind of already talked about drivers that are going to be walking up for entries uh, they're definitely going to beat the 123 they had set last year so we're going to have a new rock total record but for the series overall when it began in 2008 since it since then till now the record has been 133 entries Uh, so again a a good possibility that we could see 13 all we need is 14 walk-up entries and and we have that beat uh so just just going off numbers of what we had last month and and people that we've talked to that have said yeah i'm entering i'm a walk-up um i think we have the opportunity to be at 135 so uh it uh, it could be a record setting weekend for sure
0: yeah it's interesting we'll go through the numbers here a little bit the the, the big jumps cuz there's a couple that are drops but a couple of the big jumps i think that we saw uh number 1 the the, the rock shifter category continues to get speed right so there's three more drivers from last year uh 24 this year, 21 last year in the Rocks uh senior shifter class, six more actually than the, the opener at Tucson. It was only 18 in Tucson. We got 24 now. Uh there's gonna be over 40 uh drivers in the shifter card categories this weekend. Same goes for the uh for the Masters Rock. They add another, Master Shifter adds another, but it's hundred CC categories, David, that I think have started to pick up some speed. Um same amount this year, 15, uh same amount this weekend as Tucson, 15 drivers in senior hundred cc only 10 last year and only one masters hundred cc last year we had seven at tucson eight this coming weekend and i think that's a place we could see some walk-ups right somebody local saying hey i want to run my my ka or my vlr i'm going to go out and race with challenge that's yeah. an opportunity there.
1: Yeah, I don't want to mention his name because I said I wouldn't mention his name, but there's a very local driver that's going to be racing the master 100 CC category. That's going to be a walk up entry. So that that category alone is probably going to finally hit double digits. So it's a great, great tra- uh, progression from that one driver of Jimmy, Jimmy Gregory uh, going all the way up now to double digits. And I think it's just going to keep getting going. And and a lot of the drivers that are in Master Rock are doing double duty in racing the uh, the 100cc category. So it, you know, yeah. extra track time certainly helps. Um, and again, we're, now we're in the debate of okay, which which category is best for master driver? We've, we 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 kind of talked about it already a little bit. Uh, you you kind of tend to kind of kind of want it to go towards the 100cc side of things, but uh, again, there's still those those very quick drivers like a Billy Cleveland and Derek Wang, and you still have those guys were just superb in in one twenty five uh, tag driving, so it's kind of hard to get those guys away from that and go down to to the hundreds.
0: That that's it, right? Because there are there are a handful or a dozen or so guys that are absolutely fantastic. They're in great shape, and yeah, they can they can run the the one twenty five cc tag, whether it's the the Rock or the Ami or whatever it, whatever it may be. I had a discussion with a couple of guys, though. It may be better for regional and club racing. Do you need to have the the uh, the masters on the 125 single speed in regional racing? Because the 100cc is such a fun ride. Like it's it's still ripping. It's still got lots of bottom coming off, and it, it tops out a bit. Obviously, it plateaus, but uh, uh, we'll see. I, I like the fact the guys are doing double duty. It's great. Get out there and have some fun. Uh, last look at the numbers, Dave. Really, the only. The only place that we're down a little bit, and it's interesting, drivers moving from juniors, some of the juniors moving to senior. Like you said, a lot of transition. We talked about that in the outlap for Tucson. But last year, we had seven drivers in micro. Right now, three pre-entries. Last year in Mini Rock, we had 17 drivers, just seven right now in the pre-entry. That's still up. That's almost double from what we had at... Uh, uh, at Tucson, but 17 drivers last year. And you, Dave, you detailed it in depth, uh, in our out lab for Tucson. Just a lot of drivers have moved up to, from mini to junior, junior to senior.
1: Yeah. It's just in that, uh, that wave of, of how the numbers go, uh, when you're looking at kids, because you have kids that uh, all come in together. You have kids that move up together. Uh, and sometimes your, your incoming classes aren't as big as what they were, uh, you look at high schools, they're kind of the same way, uh, you know, our, our local high school here, our, our in, uh, enrollment numbers keep going down. And we're actually going down in, in divisions for sports because our enrollments just aren't what they used to be um, so that, you know, it's it's not just carding. It's all sports, you know, sports is and the numbers are very diverse and, and always changing. I mean, you look at it 10 years ago, football and basketball and baseball were some of the bigger Bigger sports in the world and for high school and, and youth sports now. There's there's lacrosse, there's soccer, there's running, there's wrestling, lots of different uh, different avenues. So again, same with karting, lots of different avenues and and, and parents and, and promoters trying to 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 find the right path for everybody and, and which way to go and and it's just it's still a progression. Again, we're only in the third year of the challenge being with the Rock program. So yeah, you're going to have a big incoming class right away, and it's just it's just trying to find that that uh, that niche and get more people back on board at that younger age, at least.
0: Yeah, indeed, and and it'll happen, like you said, David. David said they, they come in waves. All of a sudden, we'll have this big wave of drivers coming in, and away we go. All right, let's uh, cut to our second break here in this edition of the EK and Outlap, and we get back after this break. It's time to dive in. We'll do a deep dive into the categories. We'll talk about the how many pre-entries we'll talk about the drivers who did well on tucson we'll talk about guys that we potentially see stepping up and maybe some new drivers coming into the weekend here when we get to cal Street. we'll be back after this break as a world leader in personal racing safety products with the sales and service staff and dealer network unmatched in motorsports simpson performance products is now the official north american distributor for stilo helmets In addition to their wildly popular auto racing helmets, Stilo is extremely excited to have made their move into the karting community with a pair of stellar options. Stilo has two helmets designed and manufactured specifically for karting. The Stilo ST5 CMR 2016 for kids and the Stilo ST5 Kart Snell K 2015 adult karting helmet. The company's karting helmets are directly derived from Stilo's auto racing helmets are so popular at the top levels of racing drivers rave about the superior comfort levels as well as stilo's lightweight construction and unparalleled field of vision a crucial attribute for karting for more information on stilo check them out at simpsonperformanceproducts.com slash stilo or by following them on social media at stilo usa feel like you're racing alongside the many legends that have called CRG home. With direct factory support, the CRG Nordam operation is the North American distributor for all CRG products related to karting, and is based just outside Houston, Texas. The complete racing chassis line, including the famous Road Rebel shifter kart, is available through CRG Nordam. The growing FS4 Briggs & Stratton focused chassis is expanding worldwide, including right here in North America. Many tracks, indoor and outdoor, have made the switch to the Centurion rental cart line through CRG. New for the 2020 season is the mini-hero for cadet racing, homologated for FIA competitions around the world. Head over to kartcrg.com or find them on all social media networks. Welcome back to Episode 7 of the EKN Outlap, our uh, preview podcast, as David and I are looking forward to the upcoming race for the Challenge of the Americas at Cal Speed Karting in Fontana, just outside Auto Club Speedway, that uh, tremendous SoCal track. David, let's uh, look at Shifter Rock, Senior Rock, and Senior 100CC in this particular segment. 24-driver pre-entry into the Shifter Rock category. We had 18 in Tucson, 21 last year in Cal Speed. The Rock Shifter program continues to pick up momentum.
1: And momentum is on the side of Hunter Pickett. Hunter Pickett just literally dominated the Tucson weekend Uh never relinquishing the top spot going from the end of Friday practice all the way through to the final checkered flag on Sunday leading all the laps uh setting all the fast laps of the races earning maximum points to come out of Tucson as the championship leader and he's got a stranglehold on that leading by 58 points over uh GFC fellow GFC driver Cole Shade uh Colton Griffin there sitting in third so uh Uh, Lots of work to do for uh, some of these drivers, as I said, Griffin in third, William Ferguson fourth, Jake French uh, rounding out the top five in the points. A lot of work for these drivers to want to kind of shake things up if they want any chance of winning uh, the championship here at the Challenge.
0: A couple of drivers I'm going to watch this, this weekend as well, Dave. Obviously, you mentioned William Ferguson, last year's junior rock coda champion, uh, stepped things up and got a good run, good finish in the pre-final, started on the outside pole for the final, I believe, uh, in, in the Sunday races at Tucson and then essentially got off the line well was able to hold off Jake French, one of the best shifter car drivers in the country, held him off to the point where, and stacked everybody up behind him, he was finally able to pull away and get that second-place finish, which advances him up to fourth in the points. But uh, I'd like to see what he does this weekend with some momentum right now. I don't know how much seat time he's had at at Fontana, but he's got to have some momentum and confidence coming after that great run in, in Tucson.
1: Well, if I recall correctly, I think he won in junior rock last year at Cal Speed. So he certainly has um, um, success there already uh, as he was the junior champion last year. So I think that kind of helped his, him uh, in the championship side of things. But, uh, yeah, it's uh, it's going to be an interesting weekend because, again, Pickett struggled last year uh, in the rain, didn't get the, the results he wanted to get. And then traveled to Tucson and doubled up the wins last year there to help him towards the championship, but came up short uh, to Ron White when they went back to uh, both their home tracks in Sonoma. So I think Pickett's got got the he has the momentum and now he also has the incentive to do better than what he did last year because he certainly wants to uh, to keep this championship in his hands.
0: What do you think about Race Liberante? We saw what he was able to do last year when the Supercarts USA Pro Tour Winter Nationals went to, uh, uh to Cal Speed. He knows the racetrack. He's been fast there. I know it's, a t- I know it's, we're, we're not running in the same direction, right? Uh, it's the opposite direction, but he still has a good feel for the track itself and to set up for that, that racing surface. Struggled a little bit in Tucson. What do you, what do you make of Race? turning things up here for uh, rounds three and four.
1: Well, we talked about it in the, in the opening home track advantage, uh, race Liberante has many, many laps around Cal speed, understands it. And as you said, did very, very well in, uh, in the SKU's pro tour winter nationals last year, both in the wet and in the dry. Uh, so even though, yes, it's in the opposite direction, but he, he has the knowledge. He knows this racetrack. Um, that's something he didn't have in Tucson, Never, I don't think maybe he raced there back when he was in mini or or even junior, but never had raced a shifter there before. So, again, knowing the track is 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 certainly an advantage no matter where you go. Pickett obviously had the success in Tucson for the last two years. He goes and does well at his home track in Sonoma. So this really is going to be key in the championship chase again, because the, these drivers who are who are on the outside looking in, they need a successful two days of racing. And to beat Pickett as much as they can in cow speed in order yeah. to have a chance.
0: Yeah, some somebody's gotta, you know, I has to get a couple couple of good win good finishes. You gotta win one and you got if you don't win them both, you gotta be on the podium both times to have any shot at, at battling Pickett all the way to, to Sonoma. Now, David, one of the big stories from Tucson, of course, was that uh Saturday opening round uh Domination of the podium by GFC, Gary Carlton's team. Uh, Three drivers on the podium, Hunter Pickett, Cole Shade, and Cole Bailey. They're adding three drivers to the the Shift the Rock lineup for Team GFC this weekend. Uh, Discuss that a little bit because that's some growth out of that program.
1: (laughs) I just realized I probably didn't send you the entry list, did I, for this?
0: No, I don't have the entry list. Yeah, so I, I, these on, names are going to get
1: hacked so bad because I don't know how to say them. Uh, <laughs> yeah, but um, we—I we, think we—we we kind of uh, mentioned it in the uh, in the debrief after Tucson. I think you kind of talked about how GFC had um, some uh, uh, additional drivers that were looking to come to Cal Speed. Uh We saw it on social media that he's got a lot of shifter drivers coming in. So I think I think we're at a total of maybe seven drivers under the tent, six or seven drivers alone in the shifter rock category, uh racing under the GFC tent. Uh obviously Cole Bailey, Hunter Pickett, Cole Shade. Uh but we have some uh some other drivers making their uh debuts. Nicholas Chevello, I think if that's how you say I it. I like it. That sounds uh, good. Uh Dallas. So Antonio Dallas is another driver, and Brendan R- Ruz- Ruzbarski.
0: Well, you're not the announcer, David. That's all right. Isn't it? Isn't is it Antonio Daly? Wasn't Daly that we said for Antonio's name? It could be. I don't know. We'll get that. And Ruzbarski, is for sure. We'll uh, we'll get those. We'll get those confirmed. So we're we're, we're correct on the on the PA. But uh, I like seeing the, the the development of the program. And of course, success breeds success. And and GFC had a had a great run. Part of the the thing that we talked about when we were uh, at at Tucson, we had Andy Sazman, the the promoter of of the program, with us on the Happy Hour. He knew there was going to be more guys coming to Cal Speed, and one of the teams coming down, a driver who we we've, we've watched for many many years. He's also uh, done a lot, su- has a lot of success in sports car racing. Uh, he is he has a couple of partners as part of the Catalyst Driver Development Team, Raymond City, bringing four drivers down. They'll all be on Itel car chassis. Uh, but we and the crew coming down from, uh, from the Pacific Northwest to do some battling at uh, Fontana. I like it
1: a lot. Yeah. Canada drivers, uh, Pacific Northwest drivers. So total of four drivers uh, from his catalyst driver development group, racing on the Ital Kart uh, coming down R- uh, Remo being one of the drivers, uh, Cole O'Connor as another driver, uh, Mario Gill. And where'd the other driver go? I'm, I'm, I'm lost. Uh, Je- uh, Jesse Webb. So, uh, uh bc a uh, bc yeah so all from british columbia so all, all right. canadians coming down uh again great mix of drivers again you have the top five returning from tucson all these new drivers coming in you have the young guns like you said ferguson hannah greenemeyer uh, uh ethan ho he's got a lot of laps a race liberante oh just clinton uh, scooby coming in racing on the yeah. luminos he has a lot of success at uh, at cal speed as well so man this 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 is going to be even better than Tucson.
0: Uh, let's move over to the the senior rock class now, David. Uh, a little bit of a bump, which is nice. Twelve drivers coming in. We had nine drivers running in the program at Tucson. Uh, Jake Drew and Oliver Calvo both swept today, and I always find that interesting when one driver you know sweeps one day, the other driver comes back the other day. Now let's be real; Calvo had some issues, um, had sucked a rock into the into the intake, I believe, got got caught in the. Uh, uh, what do you call it? The, um, God, I just can't think of it. The right manifold. The, no, but yeah. But in the, in the, yeah, yeah. I know the, the manifold. The reed, the-, the
1: reed cage. The reeds. reed cage. Yeah.
0: Yes. Damn it. Hey, Damn, you make mistakes.
1: I make mistakes. It's, 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 it's right. live. It's, it's, we're recording it as it happens. That's true.
0: We can't pause this. We um, can, but I'm, yes. I'm not going to delete it. <laughs> sucked a rock. No, of course not. Sucked a rock into the manifold, got caught in the reed. Didn't actually go into the motor, which was good. He ends up starting, Last in the in the main event, he goes to P three in la- in what turn number eleven, opening lap, and then overcooks it, gets a little too over aggressive, and ends up wrecking and, and out of the race. But uh, Drew and Calvo are both going to be really good there. But David, we got some more drivers coming in, which should be interesting.
1: Yeah, Cal- Calvo made zero laps on that day. He uh, I, I don't Ouch. even think he made a lap in qualifying or made, didn't even make a lap in pre final. So he got some qualifying laps, but no race laps. Uh, because he never completed that opening lap there in the main event. So he actually comes in third in points despite that bad day on Saturday, but did have that sweep on Sunday. Drew comes in as the championship leader over uh, senior rookie Liam Letch, uh, who is in second. But as you said, some some drivers that are going to be coming in, uh, the Ports brothers, Jonathan and Edward, uh, making their first starts of the 2020 season at the Challenge. Uh, they raced last year at the Challenge at Cal Speed, so they're coming back again at Cal Speed. Um, so they're, they're, they've had success at the Cal speed facility. So they should be in the hunt, uh, as well as the, uh, returning drivers from, uh, from Tucson, all looking to get after Jake drew and Oliver Calvo. But again, drew and Calvo are super strong. Both have victories at Cal speed drew actually winning last year at the, uh, at the, uh, challenge of the Americas, uh, in the wet. So, uh, he, I'm, I'm sure he'll do some rain dancing, but he's still quick in the dry as well.
0: <laughs> yeah. Well, Jake knows that track. He has lots of, lots of lap time there. He's going to be very, very strong. California Rock Championship title winner, Ariel Jimenez, is going to be in the field as well, which I think is great. Uh, again, we go from – what there was actually only eight. because Eddie Shiman, who was lined up to do double duty in Tucson, focused on just the 100cc senior class, so he did actually not run. So eight drivers, up to 12, 50% growth. I love to see it. 12 entries. Uh, I think Drew's going to be, be strong. The one thing about Oliver Calvo, he's going to have to have this in the back of his mind, David. That Saturday event where he, you said uh, no laps at all in the in the in the pre-final uh, and no laps in the main event, having wrecked the opening lap, only fifty-nine points. That's his drop. He's already got the drop locked. Right? He now he needs he knows he needs four more quality results to try to steal this championship away from Jake Drew.
1: Yeah, running up front, away from everybody, that's the best way to do it. So, again, qualifying is going to be key for him on both days.
0: That's it. Five-point bonus to qualify as well on that pole position. 100cc senior David, 15 drivers at Tucson, 15 here as well, which I think is tremendous. Um, Oliver Calvo, we, we talked about guys doing double duty. Didn't he had a great run on Sunday, but absolutely flat. I want to say I don't say dominated, but he swept the weekend in hundred cc senior. I only missed out on the fast lap of the race on Sunday, but he was challenged big time by Colby DiBato for the majority of the weekend.
1: Yeah, Colby was right there throughout the weekend. It really was Sunday where the two kind of went head to head and uh, really battled for the lead. But uh, it was actually Calvo winning both days. And again on that Sunday. Uh, Toby Longnecker was able to come up and challenge uh, both drivers and almost stole the victory from both of them, uh, but ended up finishing second. So Dubato and, and Longnecker each split uh, the uh, the runner ups on the weekend and uh, come into the points for uh, second and third. But right now, Longnecker's not one driver, not a driver uh, entered um, in the category. So uh, I'm not sure if he'll be there or not. Uh, so we'll have to wait and see if he's a walk up.
0: Also, interesting to say that, David, because we had 15 drivers, a solid field out there, but we have a lot of guys that are new from Tucson. At least four drivers or five drivers are new coming in. It's a shame we couldn't get everybody that was in Tucson here as well. We'd have 20, uh, but I think, what, five new drivers coming in?
1: Yeah, five new drivers. Yeah, as you said, a, a number Longnecker being one of them not yet on the entry list. So hopefully we'll see a majority of those that were not listed that were in Tucson coming in. Uh but you some new to drivers. I was gonna say we have some <laughs> I was gonna get into it. Uh but it, we baby. have some I said,
0: uh I wonder if you want me to pronounce them for some you. Some
1: new names. Uh Ant- Alex uh Saragusa coming in uh from the Formula Works uh program. A lot of laps at uh Cal Speed, so he'll be among the uh, contenders on the weekend. Uh two drivers from Utah making the track over Alexander Honing and uh Austin Isaac coming over, so they'll be uh new to the category. Uh Derek Esquelba Escabel Escabel. Yeah, see, I say it how I see it. but uh, That's all right. And then uh, Andrew Chapman, who actually ran Junior 100cc in Tucson, he's going to actually move up to Senior 100cc this weekend.
0: So there you go. F- five new drivers coming in. Derek Escabel, uh, one of the drivers who knows this track very, very well. He's done a lot of racing there in the Tri-C program, part of the Cal Speed Karting Group. So I expect him to be right in the fight here in 100cc Senior. Uh, David, we're going to continue on. After this break, folks, come on back. We've got Shifter Masters Rock, Master Rock, and master 100 cc i'm sure david will drop in a couple of cool bits of knowledge there but stay with us folks episode seven of the ekn outlap continuing after this break carts parts engines tires and tools at sharkshifter.com what you need is just a click away we carry the biggest names and chassis like tony cart and fa dr cart crg and vlr we have new chassis and all the parts you need At SharkShifter.com, we also stock top-quality replacement parts from Swift components, like axles, sprockets, and hubs. We have the inventory you need for your stock Honda as well, from cylinders, heads, and engine parts, to reeds, exhaust pipes, ignition covers, radiators, air filters, and air boxes. We build our own billet aluminum components as well, including motor mounts and clutch levers. Need to add to your toolbox? We offer alignment tools brake, battery, and exhaust tools, tire gauges, and hand tools. Stop messing around getting your seat in the right position. We have a seat mounting system that makes it easy. Check the website for monthly specials. If you need it, we can get it to you fast. We ship the same day. SharkShifter.com, your online source for carts and parts. 25 years of experience 25 years of success. Greg Bell and Leading Edge Motorsports are heading into their third decade in the sport with winning momentum and the best material possible. Last year's monumental victories at the Rock the Rio and Scusa Supernationals have proven what the sport has long known. Greg Bell is one of the finest karting tuners, and he and his drivers can get the job done. Looking for a change in equipment? Get on board with Leading Edge Motorsports. Leading Edge is North America's factory team for Formula K and Praga karts, and the new 2020 models are in stock and ready for pickup or shipping to your garage. Do you want to win like Danny Formal did with Leading Edge in Las Vegas? Call Greg Bell today at 209-369-0921 to secure your place on the team. Leading Edge Motorsports will be trackside in 2020 at the Challenge of the Americas, Scusa Pro Tour and California Pro Car Challenge, Rock Sonoma and the KPX Carding Championship in NorCal from Rock to Miami to Briggs rely on Greg Bell and Leading Edge Motorsports to give you everything you need to step into the winner's circle check out leadingedgemotorsports.com to learn more EKN Nation welcome back to the EKN Outlap episode 7 as we preview the upcoming challenge of the American Savannah Cal Speed Karting February 21 22 23 of course all live on EKN e News dot com slash live uh david let's have a look at the uh, the group the shifter care category is so strong in, in the challenge and numbers breed numbers right we continue to grow i think you're going to see more guys at, at sonoma it's going to be a huge they may have to split the grids at sonoma to be honest because we're going to be over 40 overall this weekend 18 pre-entries kevin woods and jimmy mcneil the two drivers splitting the wins in tucson uh, woods on the crg mcneil on the Illuminos. mcneil one of those guys just sneaking in the entry late Monday afternoon.
1: Yeah, he's one. I think he was what one nineteen uh, out of the one twenty that uh, that they're they're uh, cl- they're recording uh, going into the weekend. So yeah, McNeil uh, certainly needs to come in as since he's leading the championship, he needs to enter because he uh, he has something to defend uh, coming in as a, as a race winner and now the championship leader, uh, leading by only three points over Kevin Woods, who won on Saturday Saturday there in Tucson. Uh, Nick Firestone, 41 points back, along with Neil Joseph, 41 points back, both podium finishers in Tucson. So uh, very competitive field and a lot of names that could be on the podium uh, that will be in the field. Uh, uh, Mike Jones, uh, Warren Kindberg was fast in Tucson. He'll probably be faster at CalSpeed. Calvin Chen, defending uh, one of the uh, former champions of the series. Uh, he'll be in the field as well. Uh, ben Shermerhorn showed some speed there. Uh, late in Tucson, just didn't quite have the speed at the end to, uh, to stay onto the podium. Uh, so they'll, they'll be quick, um, coming into the weekend, Neil Joseph, um, actually won last year at Cal speed. Uh, so he has that coming into the weekend. So he's going to be able to hang that, uh, over everybody, uh, coming in as a former winner. So we'll be able to see if he can take advantage and, and win a second time, or maybe even a third time at Cal speed.
0: Well, here's a name I want to throw out there because I talked to Terry Lawrence after Saturday. He had a he had a decent run on Saturday. Uh, I Finished somewhere just inside the top 10, seventh or eighth or something like that on, on Saturday. Well, Terry said straight to me, he goes, you know what? Yeah, it feels good to be back in the seat, but I'm so out of shape. Here's the call out here, Cole. It's been a month since the last race. Terry, as long as Terry hit the gym a little bit, right? Maybe laid off the, the beers and the and the burgers. Maybe he's in a bit better shape right now. If he comes in all... Fat and happy. We got. We have to get on him. Well, he, he, he said he was going to work on it.
1: He's not on the entry list, so I don't know if that answers your question.
0: <laughs> Here we go. Here we go. Didn't he do that? Didn't I think he did that to beat the Supernats a couple years ago? Where we were doing the full preview, and he he wasn't even entered and decided yeah, not to
1: come. I know. Uh, so, yeah. So okay, he's so then, on the entry list along with. Yeah. Um, um, <laughs>
0: so that means where the name go? Sorry,
1: means, uh, Ron Eubanks. And you think I think you would think Eubanks is going to be there as well too? But
0: uh, I told you, Eubanks was a flake. I I can't even believe he. I can't.
1: He's soft. But uh, he was touting after Tucson how much fun he had, so you'd think I he'd know. be coming back. But these guys, they got to enter. They well, got to enter.
0: I know. I thrashed on him because he said he was coming. I wasn't. I said he wouldn't come, but he showed up. So, and now Eubanks isn't even entered. He better be a walk up then, because otherwise, look out don't uh, don't mess around with someone that, that buys uh, paper by the roll and ink by the barrel.
1: Well hey there there's two drivers so that that's going that could bring up the total well that'll bring the total up to 21 uh, when, you, when you add McNeil because we didn't even count I don't think I counted McNeil in the, in the actual Toto total because uh, we got that that name late. So yeah that would that would bring the total up to 21 in shifter master rock. so uh, hopefully they uh, they man up and do what they need to do.
0: Let me say this. I hope they come because, you know, Terry and Ron both were smiling like crazy. You know, it's, 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 listen, we're, we're, we're talking about masters racers who have been doing this for 20 plus years, right? We're not talking 32 or 33 year olds. We're into the forties. Right. And the bottom line is, is I, I saw those guys getting off and they were, you know, we talked about how how much fun they had, right? They got out, they got racing again. I love, I love kidding with both Terry and Ronnie, but I love to see the smiles on their faces, man. To get back behind the wheel of a shifter, I know it takes a lot out of you. And Terry said he just needs to get into more shape. Ron said the same thing. He goes, I haven't driven a shifter in however many years. It was been a couple of years, I think, or at least over a year. Um, I hope we see them back because uh, you know it's it's that it's that addiction that makes you want to keep coming back, and if it puts you in the gym a little bit. There's a, that's a good thing for everybody as well.
1: Well, speaking of addi- addiction, uh, Bill piles has a good addi- addiction to karting because he's, he's been a long time road racer that I know of. I know he probably did some sprint racing back in the day, but I've always known him as a road racer and he's yeah. got, he, he was actually in Tucson Saturday, checking out things and, and seeing how it was. And, and he got pumped up and now he's entered and he's going to be racing in Cal speed. So uh, he's, a, he's another addition. And then a former star as a karting driver that uh, we saw racing in ICC against Gary Carlton and Boswell and all these other names that used to race in the shifter kart categories back then. Uh, Ryan Yop coming back uh, to race in shifter master uh, was that rock the Real was among the top five until contact took him out uh, in the main events. But uh, Ryan Yop definitely going to be one that we'll be seeing probably towards the front end of the grid.
0: Well, I go back to Bill Piles uh, Bill a little bit, you know, obviously the cool story, you know, about, about Bill and Mark Nagy going back and forth, right? With their, with their road racing, they have shifter carts on the east, they have shifter carts on the west, they go back and forth and run, at least used to go back and forth and, and run road racing events. But Bill's one of those guys, he's got, I'm not sure, he's, I'm going to say he's in his mid-50s or something like that, maybe a little later than that, but he's always in such tremendous shape. And yeah, well, you and I saw him, I think it was, I think it was at lunchtime at Tucson. He was all fired up, big smile on his face. I'm I'm excited to see Bill coming back out to race. I think that's awesome. That's really cool. Uh, all right. So let's, we've wrapped things up with the shifter masters rock category. Let's move into masters rock. Uh, David, you talked a bit, bit about the fact that a bunch of guys are doing double duty uh, and they still want to run this masters rock package. It's got, it's just, a, it's obviously a fantastic package, but these guys, There's such a high level of competition uh, in this particular program. We're talking about Billy Cleveland, Derek Wang, Nick DeGraff, Eric Jackson, Tim Meyer, guys that have represented their country, uh, you know, around the world in in whatever platform it was. There's just a lot of tremendous drivers in this particular category.
1: Again, that's just it. It's a ticket to the Rock Cup Superfinal on the line for the series champion. Uh, Billy Cleveland did it in the road tax era of the challenges of America. So he, Went to Team USA. Derek Wang did it last year uh, at the Rock Cup Superfinal as the Challenge in America's representative. Uh, both each winning at Tucson and come in uh, among the championship contenders. Uh, Nick DeGraff slotting in between the two, winning, uh, earning both runner-up finishes uh, on the weekend in Tucson. So you have Cleveland leading the championship by four points over DeGraff. Derek Wang just 10 points back. But the other names you mentioned, Eric Jackson, thirty-seven points, and Tim Mayer, sixty-one points. All five of those drivers certainly have the ability to win at Cal Speed.
0: And I'll tell you this, um, Nick DeGraff. Kind of, I want to say things started rolling with that big win that he had last year at the Streets of Lancaster. He's from Lancaster, California. Was able to win it on his home street race. Crowd went crazy for him, and he's kind of got things rolling since then. He was really impressive. Uh, in both categories uh, at Tucson. So I, I got to say he's going to be able to turn things up here as well. Uh, look further down the field to guys like uh, Chad Walls. Hopefully Chad will have a good run. And you know what? We had, what, 14 or 13 or 14 guys at the first the first event. We have 15 at this one here. This is, again, another category that's just starting to kind of pick up some speed uh, within the challenge program. We may be able to get to 20 once, once we get to Sonoma.
1: Yeah, it's got that Cal Speed bump. You got Ed Quinn joint coming yep. back. Uh, Adam Dowler, who raced in Tucson, he'll be back there uh, in the category. So he was one of those guys that was kind of uh, just on the edge of the top five, was kind of in there. Uh, didn't quite get to uh, to be in the top five finishes towards the end. So he might be able to be uh, to, to improve once they get to Cal Speed. Uh, and and some other drivers who uh, will be joining the fight for the first time. So again, you never know what's going to happen uh, at Cal Speed, and 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 with those top those five drivers already out front in the championship, you know they're going to be focused on on earning as many points as possible.
0: David, you didn't send me the entry list like you said. I'm just I did not. Out the script. That's all right. Uh, have we have we had a Bania setting yet? Or no, no Bania. No, I.
1: And right. you know what? Andy hasn't said anything about Benia. Uh, we, we, we joked me and, uh, Eric joked about it that he'll probably be there. Um, so <laughs> it'll probably be a walk up. He'll be out of the pickup truck, probably scrounging parts from Andy. Um, yeah, so that's, that's our, our projection is a, uh, uh a oh pickup truck for Benia.
0: I like, all right. That, that comes in the back of like a, like a, a gremlin or old pacer, AMC pacer, pull <laughs> the car out of the back of a pacer. That'll happen. Uh, again, as as David said, pretty good championship battle going on in the Masters Rock. A number of these drivers doing double duty running in the Masters 100cc category as well. Eight pre-entries up one from the last race. Uh, Dave, talk a little bit about this particular category. Tim Meyer and uh, and Nick DeGraff splitting the wins. Uh, DeGraff, though, with the championship lead going in.
1: Yeah, the both drivers doing double duty, so they're getting that extra track time and getting a little bit more comfortable with the conditions out on the racetrack and, and what changes they need to make. Uh, to the carts ironically though DeGraff is actually racing in two different carts A VME in the uh in the in the master rock category when he's racing in a towel cart and the master 100 cc category so he's kind of changing suits changing carts yeah so he's kind of you know going all he's like a Saturday night live uh uh actor where he's changing uh in between scenes uh changing can I say,
0: can I say this, David? I don't know. You you say it in your 15 years or 16 years. Me in my 25 years, I don't ever remember seeing a wardrobe change at a podium before. I don't think I've ever not, seen anybody swap, I mean, I've swap
1: seen, suits at a podium. I've seen people put their suits on, but never yeah. actually swap suits. No. Between I, two I, podiums. No. Maybe hats, swapping hats, sure. But <laughs> not an actual race suit, no.
0: Uh let's uh like I said, look at the point, the points the graph up by seven over Myers. Steven Brucker, who uh, who raced with the, the program at Tucson back a little further, 38 points back. But uh, I don't know if it's the excitement or what's going on online. Dude, we got a couple new drivers coming back and a former uh, senior 100cc winner as well coming back.
1: Yeah, leading the way of the new drivers that are uh, going to probably help boost this category up to double digits. Uh, Adam Cassick coming in uh, to race master for the first time was a senior 100cc winner last year and was among the championship contenders all season long. Was not in Tucson, and I think all the smack talk we talked about him uh, both <laughs> online and in the, in the podcast got him to come out, so he'll be in Cal Speed. Uh, Vinny O'Brien and Keith Olsen are also joining the fun. Uh, both one from Calgary, uh, Olson from Calgary, and then O'Brien from Sun Valley, California. So uh, good mixture. Again, DeGraph coming back, Brucker, estes gregory uh and My- meyer and then the other drivers i mentioned as well and then some driver who knows cal speed very well but i don't want to mention his name
0: you're really holding off on this are you i
1: told him i wasn't going to say his name
0: wow i mean is when, that, you, is that-
1: when you when you when you messaged me saying you want your name in ink that's when i don't say your name right
0: oh all right okay so, so you, you have an idea
1: of who I'm talking about, don't you?
0: I, I I'm I'm pretty sure I know exactly who it is. So you're, we're like we're doing a, a full ban on this name? Just, like just for
1: preview and preview stuff. Yeah, but when we see him Friday, then we'll then we'll talk about him.
0: We could do it all Friday, not talk about him Friday either. That like would even be even better. Track. Like just hold off completely and talking about him all day Friday.
1: That would be so much
0: fun. I think that'd be all right. We could just call him like uh Racer X, Racer. not Carter X cuz he's not Carter yeah, but that's X. That's so That's kind our, of a I,
1: compliment if you call him a Racer X. Maybe Racer that's L. True.
0: <laughs> all right all right well yeah the 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 unknown amateur the unknown amateur that, even better the unknown amateur the unknown amateur that's it Some we'll use that
1: some former indoor racer never heard of him never heard of him
0: oh nobody would have obviously no i like it we will not say his name on friday perfect that's, uh, that's good I love unless he brings us unless he brings us cocktails for the happy hour. Oh, there you go.
1: There, that's different. That's a different story. That's different. Uh, yeah, or yeah. If and if we get bribed enough, we won't talk about him the rest of the weekend.
0: Ooh, <laughs> wow. Considering the fact that he may be up front, that would make my life really, really awkward. It would be. It would be
1: it's going to make you get, work harder. I me, mean, I I just have to not type his name out.
0: That's true. Yeah. That's true. Yeah. Uh, just yeah, unknown amateur. There you go. Also ran. <laughs> All right, folks, enough, enough of this fun. Off another quick break. When we get back, junior rock, junior hundred CC, mini rock and micro rock to wrap things up here on the EKN Outlap. The final round of the fastest growing rock cup program in the U S the challenge of the Americas, is coming and you're not going to want to miss it. It's the program's 13th season and year three of their rock focus, and the numbers are steadily growing. And the season finale in Sonoma Wine Country on March 27, 28, 29 is shaping up to set a new attendance record. Don't miss it. The FOMO will be real. Our classes include Micro, Mini, Junior, Senior, and Masters Rock, our multi-manufacture 100cc Junior, Senior, and Masters program, and our well-supported Rock Shifter and Rock Shifter Masters categories. We're by far the largest shifter program in the West with 56 unique competitors and an average of 32 shifter drivers in just two categories last winter. There were over 40 rock shifters in CalSpeed, and more are expected for Sonoma in March. Prizes include tickets to the massive rock superfinal and the Rock the Rio event in Las Vegas. The Challenge of the America season finale is set for March 27 to 29. So head to the series website at challengekarting.com and get registered so you can join us in Sonoma. If you're searching for a program to elevate you up the motorsports ladder, Crosslink Competition is your next step. Crosslink Competition provides arrive and drive programs that include driver coaching, data analysis, and engine rental programs for all major events in the 2020 season. Team Crosslink is scheduled to compete at the SCUZA Pro Tour, Rock Cup USA, and the United States Pro Kart Series events, as well as regional and local programs from their home base in Texas. Crosslink Competition is a full retail shop for the x and OTK parts line. Many new and used packages are available right now through their Dallas headquarters. Drivers interested in making the jump from karting to cars? Crosslink provides a streamlined opportunity for you. Team Crosslink Kiwi Motorsports was the 2019 F4 United States Championship title winner, providing the perfect transition within the same operation. Drivers looking to compete with an elite-level karting program or to pick up gently used team equipment are asked to call 214-432-4413. Be sure to follow all the team's social media platforms at Team Crosslink. Welcome back to the EKN Outlap, another one of our podcasts here on the EKN radio network. If you're with us before the break, uh, you found out that there is a driver we will not talk about on Friday <laughs> We will not type his name on Friday. I love it unless, no unless
1: we get happy well, hour drinks
0: happy hour cocktails that's right that's he might he might need to put it in a cooler in the announcer's booth to know that we have them otherwise we won't talk about it well all then
1: day. we're going to say he won and we don't even care who else won. <laughs>
0: <laughs> that's true, that's true. Yeah, we can be bought yeah. all right david let's look at the uh the junior rock class what do we have we had uh, 16 at the first round 14 pre-entries coming in so a little drop which is very surprising and again tells me because we're going to Cal speed that there's going to be some more walk-ups i'm going to say we end up with 17 in this category that's my I'm going to, you know i'm going to write that down right now you start talking about Junior Rock. I'm going to write this down. I'm saying Rock says 17. Yeah,
1: you're 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 never right with your predictions, but that's okay. Oh, I'll, let, I'll let you. I'll let you have your 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 fun. But uh, <laughs> going back to Tucson, we had two different drivers who scored victories uh, on the weekend: Enzo Deligny and uh, Frankie Mossman. Sorry, I know Delini. Sorry,
0: Delaney. Delaney.
1: Enzo Delini and uh, Frankie Mossman. Uh, each scoring their first uh, victories in the junior rock category. Delini coming up from as the uh, minor, mini rock champion last year. Mossman, I believe, in his third year in juniors, maybe second year in juniors, but uh, getting his first challenge of the America's victory uh, in the category. Delaney has a 14-point advantage over Mossman in the championship standings heading into the weekend. Uh, AJ Zarcone and Alex Berg were among the, the contenders all weekend long. They were 33 points out and 41 points out. And Macy Macy Williams sitting there in fifth, 56 points back. Uh, so All five drivers going to be in Cal Speed and uh, gunning for uh, championship points. Um, again, Delaney was quick in Cal Speed last year, so I expect him to be just as quick. That's where he gets all of his testing done. Mossman, same thing as well. Zarcone, another Cal Speed driver, so Berg's going to have some work cut out for him. <laughs> okay, uh, but well. again, he he's doing the double duty, so that might help him in the long run because the other drivers aren't. So we'll we'll see how your dark horse dark horse plays out uh, with the double duty.
0: I was uh, I was really, really impressed with uh, Enzo Delini. obviously coming off of uh, a big finish to his uh, mini career at the Super Nationals, that photo finish with Kai Sorensen. Uh, but, man, coming out of the gate as an absolute monster in junior rock. Let's see if he's able to continue that because you got to figure two to three years in junior rock. And if you're starting uh, with a couple of podiums and a race win, that's pretty big. For Alex Berg, I think he looked very, very good in Tucson. It's In talking to his dad, uh, Allen Berg, who I'll mention right now again, just this, this week was actually uh, uh, inducted into the Canadian Motorsports Hall of Fame, an absolutely uh, deserving honor for Alan, who ran F3, ran Formula One, you know, one of the greatest Canadian uh, road racers that we've ever had. Um, talking to, to Alan, just he said Alex, like a switch went off in his head. Now, Obviously very good in, in 100cc. Uh, junior, we'll talk about that. But he was really strong as well in the Junior Rock category. Just a couple little mistakes he's got to tidy up, and I think he'll be strong. The one thing about Alex... Again, just like we talked about before with Oliver Calvo, he struggled, had some issues on Sunday. He has a 71 point total for Sunday. No margin for error for the rest of the uh for the for rest of the, the program, David. For Alex Berg, he's got to be perfect if he wants to get a shot at winning this championship.
1: Yeah, he had that. Uh, I believe he had issues coming off the grid in one of the races, so that kind of yeah. hurt hurt him on that day. He didn't uh, wait
0: for them to come. He tried to catch him up in the pack. Yeah, waiting.
1: Yeah, so yeah. was only able to get up to a certain position uh, in the main event. So again, that limited the amount of points he scored. But again, as you said, it's it's a best five out of six. So you have that that one race that you got to drop, but it adds to the pressure of coming into the final the, the next two weekends of knowing you got to be not not necessarily perfect, but at your best every every session you hit the racetrack.
0: David, a couple of pretty well-known names coming in as new drivers on the weekend. Diego LaRock, we've watched him for the last number of years. uh Uh, coming through the micro categories, the mini categories, and the junior as well. I'm told that he, I think he ran the LAKC race this past weekend to get some seat time for this coming weekend. And also Max Opolsky. There's a guy that, you know, second half of the season came in and dominated the streets of Lancaster, was a front runner in Las Vegas as well. We're going to see Opolsky here this weekend. I think he may may be a guy that'll be right in the middle of the fight up front if he's able to pick up the same, uh, you know, the same, uh, what do you call pace, the same style uh, the same momentum that he had late last year.
1: Yeah, we talked about him in the previous outlap because he was registered for Tucson, but uh, had to miss the weekend due to a death in the family. So he'll be at Cal Speed this time around. As you said, carry that momentum over from the 2019 season. We're, we're probably looking forward to seeing that. Uh, and Diego Laroc now making his second season in the junior ranks, ran a lot of the, uh, the 100cc category races uh, throughout the season last year so he's got that season of adjustment to the the full-size carts because again diego is one of the the smaller drivers that have made the uh, the transition into the junior categories so use that year to get it acclimated to uh to the bigger carts now he's moving up to the 125 engine and uh, we'll see what he can uh, he can do in his debut in junior rock
0: uh, Dave, four drivers coming in to run the 100cc junior category at Tucson. We have two pre-entries right now. Alex Berg, uh, I believe, uh, the driver swept the weekend. You said he's doing double duty. You've already talked about Andrew Chapman. I think he moved up to senior. I believe that's what you said. Uh, Chapman moving. Was it senior he was moving up to? Yep. Am I correct? Correct. Okay. Yep. Uh, who else do we have? J- Jacob Hoover or Kiefer Pete?
1: <laughs> Jacob Hoover is the uh, the other driver entered. And I, I, I would assume this category could see some, some walk-up entries as well because, again, the 100cc category is certainly growing uh, across North America or certainly in the United States. Uh, and, and, again, you have the VLR option or the KA100 option uh, for engine choices. Uh, the VLR seems to be the engine of preference in the junior category. And the K.A. is a little bit more of the preference in the senior category to where the master is kind of a mix between the two uh, power plants. So um, we'll see. We'll hopefully see some uh, some walk up entries and get at least five drivers, hopefully uh, in this in this category.
0: Uh, what I liked was almost a double of the entries for the Mini Rock class. So seven pre-entries coming in right now. Tristan Young and Christian Cameron each getting wins in Tucson. Young has a point lead of 18 over Cameron and then another 18 back to Alex Rantala, 22 back to Alex Chartier. That is, your, uh, that is your top four in the category. Who do we have new coming in though, David, this weekend?
1: Uh, Casey Moyer from the Leading Edge Motorsports on the Formula K. He'll be a new driver joining the fight, along with uh, Sydney and Ryan Castles from the uh, from uh, British Columbia on the ES team on the VMi kart. So they'll be, uh, I believe, they both raced uh, the series last year. So they'll be making their 2020 debuts uh, in CalSpeed.
0: Yeah, I believe that they were at the 24 Hours of Daytona, the Rolex 24. Because the family uh, participates in IMSA as well. So uh, I think the whole family was down in Daytona for the opening weekend at Tucson. Great to have them back. Three pre-entries in the micro category, uh, all the same three drivers coming back. Let's cross our fingers. We get one or two uh, local drivers coming to play as well. It'd be cool to go to five or six in that class. But we got three really good drivers that I think all showed. They can all run together for sure in this class.
1: Actually, I wrote that wrong. I should have deleted that because Drysdale is not on the entry list uh, coming I into the Drysdale weekend. Yeah, right. I know I, I wrote that wrong. I wrote it, and then I looked at the entry list and realized, no, it's not a, the same three uh, coming back. And I forgot to erase that. Uh, Drysdale and Serafati were actually the winners uh, in Tucson. And Drysdale comes in as the championship leader, but again, not on the entry list. So we're hoping to see him. That will help boost the numbers up to well, at least four maybe uh but otherwise it puts Cypress Andrus in the championship lead over Nico Serafati uh and the new driver is Tobin Leon uh let me find the uh the name there and he comes with uh with a choker team with the BBR operation
0: oh cool cool i love it coming out of Canada like that's awesome well again folks there's your lineup we went through all the categories kind of previewed how to look at the points uh had a look at the drivers that scored wins. Had a look at a lot, lot of the new drivers that are coming because as it stands right now, Dave, what we'd say we had 107, I believe, at the opening round and already like 120. So potentially, let's say we get another five or six. We're looking at some, a pretty big lump, uh, jump of almost 20 to 22 drivers uh, for this particular weekend. At Cal I'm, I'm excited. I like the fact we had really good weather in uh, in Tucson and not a lot of wind, which was a surprise because normally it's quite windy there. It can get quite cold. It was actually really nice uh attempts at Tucson and mid sixties, mid seventies with uh with no rain in the forecast uh for this coming weekend in Fontana as well. So far so good for this year's Challenge of the Americas.
1: Yeah, got that cow speed bump and I think we'll get, as you said, the walk ups that we're gonna need to maybe get to the record total uh for entries at a Challenge of the Americas event because again Drivers maybe the local drivers may be waiting on the weather conditions because you never know with California being along the Pacific uh, Ocean the the weather might change. But thankfully, right now it hasn't changed over the last what five days. It's been sunny forecasted for all three days because last year was just a terrible weekend in the wet. That wasn't there. Uh, thank God. Yeah, nobody wanted to be there. Uh, just because of just the the un the, the always changing weather conditions because it would rain stop rain stop and, yeah, and it was just not fun and and cold and and not warm at all. So, um, if with with it being sunny, I expect to see hopefully the uh, the walk up entries hit double digits.
0: Well, let's say this: if we get, if we have one hundred and twenty rolling fourteen entries, fourteen walk ups is a record number for the Challenge of the Americas. So let's ch- let's challenge everybody in Southern California, Northern California, wherever you are, figure out a way to get to this race, folks. Let's do this. Let's 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 go 134. Let's get that momentum. Let's do a uh, let's do a track uh, uh, an entry record. I'd like that. That would make me happy. What do you think?
1: We I, I think we I think we got a dozen at least if not more coming up. So that that should hit the record and uh the more I the like merrier. We we You know, I, I hope I was hoping we'd have another crazy Andy sale this week to try and get the walk-up entries to show up because again, it's only a hundred dollars more than what the pre-entry registration fees are. So uh, it's not that much extra to, uh, to, to register as a walk-up. And again, you know, you're already there in SoCal. It's a whole home track for you. Uh, Just get there and race again, those hundred CC categories are going to be fun to watch and have some exciting racing.
0: Yeah, and if you're you're not, obviously, in Southern California, if you're a rocker uh, around the country uh, and want to tune in, listen live. eCardinews.com slash live is the website to listen to. You can do it on your mobile. You can do it on your desktop, whatever it may be. Follow it on all the action. We'll have our happy hour show uh, in uh, in the afternoon on Friday during that hot pit session. So not only will we follow what's going on on track in terms of speed, what guys are doing in pit lane, We'll also sit down and and, uh, chat with some people. We'll get Andy Saisman down with us. I actually talked to Raymond Residi a little bit from Catalyst Driver Development. I think he might sit down and chat with us a bit. We'll get a couple more people to to chat with us on that program. Follow all of our social media, always. Facebook, Twitter, of course. We'll have our our updates, uh, the top 10 updates through happy hour and all weekend long. Let you know exactly where everyone is. If you're out grocery shopping, just a quick little slide on your social. you know where everybody's finishing. For atmosphere and good shots and everything, make sure to follow our Instagram and our Instagram uh, story as well. The hashtags, if you just want to look up what's going on, hashtag EKN at CODA, hashtag CalSpeed, and hashtag Let's Rock, uh, or hashtag CODA2020. David, as we cap things off, I do want to wrap things up with one one deal. It is, what is it now? It's uh, February the 18th. It's Tuesday. Daytona 500 was run yesterday. A wild race at the very end there. Huge wreck. Uh, Denny Hamlin getting the win, uh, but obviously, you know that the massive, the massive wreck David at the very end there, and I think that everybody is thinking about that right now.
1: Yeah, yeah. You know, again, racing is, is a an extreme sport. Uh, there's always dangers to uh, to everything, no matter what you're doing, whether it's a practice session, qualifying session, racing. Uh, again, there, there's always that danger element, and especially at Daytona, we see year in and year out. Uh, there's always going to be the big one. Uh, that either collects a lot of drivers or there's going to be the big one that scares everybody. And, and unfortunately uh, that, uh, that, the rate, that wreck coming to uh, the che- the checkered flag was, was the scary one. And uh, yeah, certainly had everybody on their toes uh, throughout the night uh, waiting and, and hoping for, for good news. And, uh, and again, we, we, we at least know that he was out of the car and he's at the hospital and, and he's under serious conditions, but yeah, uh, you know we all send our thoughts to uh, to ryan newman and the family yeah. and uh throughout the nascar family and the racing family itself
0: i think it was another look at how motorsports is a family i don't care where it's from if if, if any of you were following of course you i think the twitter feed people were just pulling down the twitter feed so much trying to update it knowing you know obviously everybody's waiting to try to find out if there was any kind of update on ryan newman it was involved in that incident uh, a pretty scary wreck of course ryan's a tough guy though uh, we did get some fantastic news, um, of course, through Twitter, NASCAR coming out and actually uh, uh, making an official statement coming from the team as well, that he was in serious condition, but the the injuries were not life-threatening. That was amazing. But again, your prayers, thoughts, keep them coming, folks, because serious condition is still serious condition, and we're hoping the best uh, for Ryan Newman and his family. I just want to kind of end with that because, you know, although carding not completely connected to NASCAR, we have a lot of carters that we've known for many years we follow. Uh, in the NASCAR program, all the different tiers of of their racing, and again, just uh, just as a, as a racing family, we just wanted to send our you know our best wishes, our prayers that way as well, because uh, obviously, uh, racing's a it's 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 a it's an addiction, but it's a family, and we love doing it. There's a thrill of the speed, uh, but there are dangers, and that's one of the things that make it uh, I think make it so exciting as well. But uh, just thought we'd wrap it up with that, David, because. Uh, excellent news late last night. I, 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 wasn't able to go to bed until I, I heard that news and, and it was, it was definitely good to see when they, when they played that on, I, 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 followed it on Twitter.
1: Yeah. There, there, there's a lot of carters that were there at the race watching. There's a lot of carters that were in the paddock, be it working, uh, with one of the crews. Uh, we know a lot of the racers are actual former or current carters we see Jimmy Johnson, Danny Hamlin, a lot of these guys going to GoPro motorplex to to get some training in. Uh, but again, Cal Stewart races, uh, works on the, uh, the 48 team, uh, other, other crew Nick members, Tucker. Yep. Nick Tucker, again, yep. uh, you know, Chuck Grafar works, works with the teams as well. Uh, so a lot, a lot of, uh, carding interest, uh, within the NASCAR family, but again, as you said, racing is a racing family. So again, IndyCar, NASCAR, NHRA, every, you know, formula one, it's, it's, it's all a racing family.
0: Folks, thank you so much for joining us here on this edition of the EKN Outlap. David Cole and I and Alicia Hodapp are with me as well. Hop on a plane on Thursday. We're heading to the West Coast, going to SoCal, flying into Ontario International Airport for the uh, third and fourth rounds of the Challenge of the Americas. Excited to get there. Excited to see the bump in uh, in entries. And uh, we're going to see some pretty good fields in in all the categories. Shifter's going to be amazing for sure. We look forward to getting out there with Andy Saisman and the whole COTA family. And we hope that you tune in live on the EKN Radio Network. That wraps things up for this podcast, folks. Of course, it'll be on the EKN Radio Network for the next 24, a little maybe a little more hours. We'll get it as a podcast before the weekend comes, so you can download it on iTunes, Google Play, and of course, on Spotify. You can always look at all our stuff as well on podbean.com. Thank you so much for tuning in, folks. On behalf of David Cole, my name's Rob Howden. Bye for now.